0: Shalom and welcome to the Parsha and Purpose podcast, Rabbi Kenneth Brander's weekly insights into the Parsha.
1: When a loved one dies, God forbid, the intensity of our mourning is seen in its most dramatic form on the day of burial and then gradually diminishes. First you have Shiva, and then you have the 30 days of the Shloshim, and in the case of a beloved parent, you have the year of mourning. However, when it comes to communal mourning for the destruction of our Holy Temple, the progression is in the exact opposite direction. The three weeks are catalyzed by the fast of the 17th of Tammuz. We refrain from joyous activities. Then during the final nine days of those three weeks, beginning on Rosh Chodesh Av, we progress to an even more heightened state of mourning. Ultimately, The pinnacle of the communal mourning occurs on Tisha B'Av, the saddest day in the Jewish calendar. The reason for this opposite pattern is because unlike mourning a family member, it is so hard to sincerely mourn a 2,000-year-old tragedy. Yes, it is true that our loss of our holy temple led to the loss of our sovereignty, and even more significantly, loss of our connection to God. But still, it's hard to immediately emotionally connect to it. We need time to enter into the necessary mindset, and therefore we build up from the 17th of Tammuz to Tishabav to give us the opportunity to think beyond what the morning practices are and to focus on why this happened to us. One idea of getting into the why comes from the teachings of Rav Yosef B. Soloveitchik when he discusses Megilat Eicha, the Book of Lamentation. Rabbi Soloveitchik teaches that Megillat Eicha, known as the Book of keynote, provides us the halachic prophetic license to ask the ultimate questions, Eicha, God, how could this have happened? God, how could you have abandoned us, the Jewish people, to our enemies? God, how can you have allowed Eicha, the Temple, Jerusalem, and the Land of Israel to become desolate? Therefore, we begin Tisha B'Av by reading this Book of Eicha, this Book of keynote which gives us the permission to question. And then we spend time thinking about answers. Rabbi Soloveitchik explains that when we read the word "Echa," we must also reflect upon the first time that word is introduced to us in the Bible, when God asks Adam and Chava, Ayeka, where are you? "Echa, how did this happen? And Ayeka, where are you? are spelled the same way because they are intertwined because in order to repair the devastation, we must investigate where we are. Where are we in the treatment of other Jews and other human beings? Where are we in our support of Israel? Where are we in the pursuit of unity? Do we still not recognize that ultimately, it was the judgmental hatred and the disrespect between us that caused the famine, the torture and the final destruction of the Second Temple? So where are we in the process of trying to perfect the world and help bring about the ultimate redemption? This lack of tolerance which caused Tisha B'av continues to have casualties for our people 2000 years later. We are living in the extension of the tragedies that occurred two millennia ago, making the tragedy even more real. So in the merit of heartfelt mourning over what we have lost, and a resolution to prioritize fixing that which we have broken, may we witness the words of our sages Abel Whoever mourns for Jerusalem will merit and see her future joy. Wishing you a Shabbat Shalom and afterwards a meaningful and easy fast.
0: Shabbat Shalom. Thank you for listening to Parsha and Purpose. We invite you to subscribe to this series on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And for those listening on Apple Podcasts, please remember to rate and review this series. Until next time, Shalom.